0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence.
1: Hello, welcome to the latest episode of the Real Flex podcast. And right off the top, we are this episode is sponsored by Corey Feldman's new album Angelic to the Core. It's uh, the '80s child star like you've never seen him before, making god awful music and embarrassing himself on television for millions to see, and then other, several more many, many, many millions to see on YouTube, ridiculing him. So, Cody, how are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. Now, did that, uh, did that reference go over your head by any me by any chance?
0: Which one was that? Corey Feldman's "Angelic to the Core." No, I saw the video. Yeah,
1: I just showed it to Josh. I didn't for see the, the video. Time. I heard about it. Yeah, it's Josh. Explain what, what you was saw. He he was
2: it was the uh, that was uh, I, there are no words. Cocaine's for what a hell that of a was. drug.
1: That's what I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Corey Feldman. He was in Stand by Me. Like that's a great he movie. Was... <laughs> he was in Goonies. It's a great movie. He was in some other stuff, but those are the main well, two. That
2: was it. That was it. <laughs> he was also in Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Oh yeah, that's the one where he um, the ones are dresses the best, up as. Right? That's
1: the one where he up yeah. little Jason and
0: then yeah, kills Jason. Yeah, oh, boy. yeah. Like, that, that one was actually pretty good. I'm not
2: yeah, gonna one, lie. One Did you favorites. watch
1: those with parental guidance as suggested? No, it's, it's my parents right didn't.
2: So know. it's so it's you know no child children under seventeen. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm oh. sure you you abided to that to that lot, right. I
2: remember, I watched it. I watched
0: all of those movies one Halloween oh, while boy. I was sick. <laughs> I think um it was the lead up to my uh getting my wisdom teeth out.
1: oh and the a lot week of wise
2: after that that's for well, sure. What's about to happen. Like all in the day or like leading up to Halloween.
0: Oh it was after Halloween. I think I did this marathon in like February. <laughs> oh okay. It was weird. It <laughs> started in Halloween I yes, <laughs> I don't know. I watched I watched all of them with my friend
1: did to like, a total marathon taking place over the course of five months. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah,
0: marathon was a, uh, a strong word.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got you. I, I got remember you.
0: I watched, like, the first two on TV, and then I couldn't find the third, and the third one wasn't airing.
1: Yeah. Then I stayed
0: home from school, and I watched the first three. Those was the pre-internet so days. I, so I watched about four
1: of them. Okay. I think, I think that's, I think one's enough. Yeah, in one weekend,
0: and then I was like, oh, I need to watch the rest of these. These movies are a series.
1: I was the same way, but with the Saw <laughs> movies. I, I, I watched all of those at one Halloween, or at least all that I could have that were on DVD or whatever, and that was a good time, me and my friends hanging out, it was checking spooky. out some Saw. No, no, it wasn't that, it wasn't spooky. We just kind of went trick-or-treating as like eighth graders, and then we went back to somebody's house, and we just watched them. It was a good time. It was a good, it was a good Good best Halloween What ever. did you
0: what did, what did you go as for Halloween? Uh, Gandalf. Ooh, the gray or the white?
1: Uh, let's see, white I think. But by the that's, end, it that's was the best. <laughs>
2: Got him. best.
1: I didn't. I didn't.
2: I but... miss trick or treating. I don't. Yeah. I do. Yeah, we It's cold. It's
0: cold outside.
1: It really is. Well, like I don't know if I'm ever gonna be a parent, but I'm not gonna go. Take my possible offspring oh, well, trick or treating. That's that's, that's that's just for, a recipe um, for disaster. And I'm gonna get so for like cranky. That's grandmas. Yeah, that's definitely for that's grandmas. That's grandma
2: stuff. Oh, I'm bringing my own bag when I take my kids trick or treating.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you do, you don't need to like shove them out of the way and step on their ankles, you know? Yeah. Oh. I'll well, just I'll just I'll just, I'll just, just I'm gonna have my
2: this is what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna have my kids say oh, my sister's homesick can you give me extra candy and then I'm gonna take all that extra candy and put it in my bag.
1: And then you wink at them and say I killed a sister. Don't <laughs> She's dead. She's so dead. <laughs> oh, correct. Did you ever guys, when you went trick or treating, did you ever have the house on your block that just didn't want to deal with life, so they just put out a oh, bucket of yeah. candy? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I never had I those. Had several I ones. had, um, those people were the goats. You know, I
0: had the people who wouldn't turn on their uh... porch light. You know, so oh yeah, you knew like those those people were my favorite.
1: <laughs> Is it? It's less trick or treat as in trick or trespassing in it, way. It's
0: get the fuck out of here please I got
1: to say in on the streets that I went when they had those uh, the big buckets nobody really took advantage of them nobody just dumped all the candy they all this were weird, pretty respectful community yeah them good them good folk them good, good them folk good, up in central new york them, we're all we're all good people them good country folk to go apple picking and ha- have babies at 17 those those good folk <laughs> those good folk but uh, how much
0: of uh, so i know there's there's quite a few in my graduating class mm-hmm. who have had kids how many of yours have
1: too many too many. It's, it makes me really uncomfortable. Because you, you want to know what I what did last do? night? You want to know what I did last night? I took an evening shower. I made myself some hot chocolate. I got in my pajamas. and How, how old are you? It that doesn't matter. It's 21. I got in my pajamas. I tucked my pajamas <laughs> into my socks to prevent them from uh, moving around while I slept. And oh that, that was all before 9 o'clock, mind you. And I got in bed, and that's... uh. Then that's how I spend my night. It was a nice, yeah. night. Nice you nice uh, sleep at like nine thirty. Yeah, I was in bed at nine thirty. I fell asleep at uh at ten forty five because I'm. Did,
2: you have, did you have dinner at four? <laughs> or supper? Should they, I call
1: it? I'd say dinner at three thirty is a lot less unappealing than you think it is. It's it's actually pretty nice. It gets your day off to a good start. But it gets
0: everything out of the way. Exactly.
1: Then you uh, you got your evening poop and you're good to go. Because who needs a <laughs> who needs a full butt when you go to bed? But anyways. <laughs> Let's move wow, on. Wow, that,
0: that really got off the rails, that, didn't that it? That took a turn.
1: I always like to see where we start and where we end up, and I I'm proud of this one especially. But... This
0: was this might be our best tangent yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say it.
1: Let's talk about some Star Wars, shall we? Sure. The final trailer dropped for Rogue One, and the final poster was posted for Rogue One. It is for glorious. Dead. I'm assuming. From... Didn't see it. I know I did see. It. I'm just I'm assuming this consensus is that it's glorious. But Cody, did you watch the trailer? I did. I you watched did. it once. Watched it once, Josh. I did.
2: I watched it twenty-seven
1: times. Okay. <laughs> well, there's a there are helplines for that. Uh, I watched it once. It was very good.
0: This is, this is good. All right,
1: no, moving on. No, <laughs> I actually, I think it's gonna. I think. Bear with me here. I think this movie is gonna be pretty good. Me too. Yeah, I. I think it's gonna. Already, it's the best looking Star Wars movie that I've ever seen. Just from like a, kind of a, oh yeah, a color palette and a cinematography. Cinematography. Kind
0: of. Oh my god, the cinematography is killing me in this movie. Literally. Did you see? Did you see the I shot? Wanna... Did you see the shot of the Jedi
2: statue?
1: I did not
0: see Probably. that. Probably the one that stood out to me was the one of the star destroyer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which one? The, the one, one of... uh, on the planet where it's just taking up the entire sky. I love that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I remember that one. Yeah, this that is like, I, love. I would say this is probably the closest, well, even though New Hope was nominated for Best Picture, I think. But if anything, I would I think this is a front-runner for Best Cinematography at the Oscars. It looks so, just, it really looks can't, look so great. Yeah. Just like, you can't tell me the, how, why it couldn't or it shouldn't. Because it like, just, even in the trailers, it just looks absolutely phenomenal.
2: The one, the first two shots, the one of the, the Imperial, shuttle like flying over the water. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, gosh. Uh, and then there's one of the Death Star hovering like behind all these clouds. Yeah. And it like, just damn. it all looks
0: Oh, there was one of um the, the villain, the the not Darth Vader villain. Um Krenick. Yeah,
1: Batman Yeah, exactly is that the
0: the Grand Admiral, the, the yeah. thrawn that's not thrawn. Um him and a bunch of stormtroopers walking towards the camera.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh that that I I loved it. It it, it did things
2: And good. and they showed Mr. Jar Jar Binks.
0: Oh. <laughs> the real hero. Jay Binks himself.
1: The Binker. Just a little old Binker. <laughs> but who did they who you who'd you see, Josh?
2: They we got to see him. We got to see the big man himself, Mr. Darth Vader.
1: How many times? I only saw him once when he was like walking. One, well, twice. I think there's technically, technically we saw him three times. Oh. And he was talked to once. Get, to remember. Get, get the hell out of here with these technicalities. Oh, there's silly. a
2: there's a ref- shot of his reflection that's kind of obscure, and then there's a shot of like the side of his helmet, and then there's him walking towards the guy, probably about to kill him. Yeah,
1: and it's all oh, that
0: one where he's is he coming out of the shuttle or whatever? The fog. He's coming out
2: of the smoke and fog. Yeah, yeah. Oh.
1: <gasps> I gotta say, Krennic, I'm I'm most excited to see him because I Ben Mendelson yeah. showed. In Dark Knight Rises, and I think he was in Place Beyond the Pines, he had this, like, co- sort of southern kind of a thing going on. Like, obviously, he's from the South. Who did he, he play in the, the Dark Knight
0: Rises? He was, uh, uh...
1: The douchebag that Bane snapped the neck of. Oh, the, the... rich dude. Do You feel powerful. You feel in charge. You feel in charge. I've paid you a small fortune. You think that gives you power over me? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, he played that guy. And I just love him. I th- and he kind of toned it down, but like just enough for this movie. Um, he still seems
0: crazy af, though.
1: Yeah, that's true. And I just uh, he's I so it. he's just so intimidating. And I just can't wait to see this guy in action and just see what he does. It, I'm I'm quite stoked.
2: I'm, I'm just excited for um what's his name? Uh, I don't remember I can't add the actor's name. Uh, the the blind blind guy. I don't know. His uh, name.
1: Just the blind Jedi guy. Yeah,
2: Man? Uh, yeah uh, Donnie, Donnie,
1: yeah, that's his name.
2: Uh, yeah, he, he's,
1: he, I can't wait to see him. Or, he awesome. in China, Donnie Money. Boom. Donnie Money. Get or out. is that Japan? Who has it's the Japanese yen, yen. Who has Japanese yen. yen. you're a racist. Tenet. Son of um, a <laughs> bitch. a good joke, though. But, uh, it's a good joke. So, I guess now it's confirmed, for the most part, unless some, unless something drops from here to December, which it might, like another trailer. I wouldn't put it past him, but... No action shots of uh, Darth Vader,
2: and I'm so happy about that. Just good, they're saving it. Yep, yeah. or
1: they're There's not there.
2: Who are, knows? In a wreck face, or, or, or they are there, and we all know they're there.
1: Maybe. Well, we don't know that. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. We'll see.
2: Did we ever figure out who's in the the costume? Did, maybe they said it. I don't think they did. I don't know.
1: Uh, I heard it was Harambe personally.
2: Oh yeah, of course. That's where he went.
1: Yeah. He's just, he just—he didn't die. He just was acting. He's doing an acting thing. He's just
0: doing Star Wars. Like, he's married. He just—he signed an NDA, so. <laughs> it has yeah, to on to make sure
1: that... Dick Cheney killed Harambe. Dick Cheney, Dick Cheney did Harambe, <laughs> but I'm—I'm um, I'm hella stoked about it. I can't wait to see this bad boy. I'm definitely this—this this was kind of my selling point of deciding if I want to see this in IMAX, and I want to see this in IMAX. So. Oh you know, yeah. That that. Uh, that internal struggle was compromised here. And if if if
2: IMAX 2D is an option, then I will see it in IMAX. Why not? Why won't you see it in 3D? No, IMAX 2D is an option. Three 3D is garbage. That yeah. adds nothing to the movie.
1: Yeah, you'll be able to see it in 2D definitely. Yeah, you yeah,
2: absolutely will.
1: But, uh, I don't
2: know. I I'm
0: I don't excited. know. That that's a that's a hot take that we shouldn't get into right now.
1: Yeah. And I'm gonna be thinking a lot about my, uh well, specifically all of ours, uh, Rotten Tomato and box office predictions because I'm. I wouldn't. I'm not going to tip my hand yet, but I've got really high hopes for this thing. 85. Be great. What? <laughs> I mean, you never know. You never know. We'll get there. We'll, uh, get we'll there. talk about this. I can't. Closer. Wait. A couple more hurdles to to cross over, but uh, the countdown is on. Just about two months. So very excited. It's going to be good times. Uh, Josh, any any final thoughts on the trailer? Did, was there a specific moment that got you all fangirling, or was it just the uh, trailer just, as a whole?
2: Well. Vader, obviously, but like um. Uh, but other than that, put that aside. Other than that, other than that um, <laughs> you know what? Uh, one thing: space battles. There's a space that we see. We see space battles that true. look like they were taken right out of a new hope, and it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, and I loved it.
1: True, true. Cody, what, same question to you. Maybe fan girl.
2: Yeah. Oh
0: boy. Um. Not really. Just that one shot of the Star Destroyer, like I said, I, it kills me every time. When I saw Darth Vader come through the fog, that was pretty cool too. I got more excited. Yeah. How about you? Uh,
1: anything with the beach scene kind of has me.
0: The beach, the beach stuff
1: looks amazing. Winning my drama. I,
0: I think that that is going to be
2: probably one of the best scenes. Yeah, I, I can see that movie. as
1: like a middle set piece.
2: It's, it's it's Saving Private Ryan, but Star Wars and it. no, and that's incredible. So cool
1: and uh it's going to be good times I'm sure. All right, let's move on to another big franchise and normally movie news is like a whatever thing, but this is this is big. This is important. This is the best news I've heard in a very very long time. The goddess JK Rowling herself has ascended from Whatever heaven that she is that she lives in to cr- crank out such a wonderful material, and she, she revealed to us, like London or something, something. Scotland, uh, who knows? Uh, I don't know. Fan- she has revealed that Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is not going to be a trilogy; it is going to be a five-part trilogy. There are five, five movies, ilogies. which is which in itself is cool. But the most the exciting thing about this is what, Josh?
2: Well, it's not officially official. It's pretty yet. official. But she's seemingly strongly hinting that she said, "Wait till you see where the story is actually going." No, actually, also, she, King,
1: this she, she actually s- said that she's the the so cat out of the bag here. The this uh, this series is going to heavily deal with the first Wizarding War between Dumbledore and Grindelwald, and she basically yep. said on the record that that's th- this that story is why she wanted to make these movies, and it's always been the story she wanted to tell wanted to tell. Can Which you I please give me exciting.
0: context? I don't know what that first Wizarding War is.
1: So basically, um, spoiler's for Harry Potter. But Dumbledore, when he grew up, he was in a relationship with this boy named Geller Grindelwald, and they were both like extremely intelligent, the best wizards of their time. And Dumbledore had to stay; he had to put his magical and his career on hold, his magical life and his career on hold, to be with his family, and he didn't want to. So he and Grindelwald were buddies, and they fell in love and
2: well not he is one Dumbledore had the feelings Grindelwald did not return them
1: well no but they you don't have to be in love to I'm, I'm saying they did love each other in a way like well, that doesn't he, mean they're like they both gave for each other but that's they were in a sort of love well, yeah I have a loose definition friends, of the term best friends love each other yeah but Dumbledore loved loved him To love, love means loved. he's got the he, he like, liked
0: him if you would <laughs> yeah
1: hey middle school um, but anyways... How's it going? What's up? Let take a seat, pal. Um, so basically, Dumbledore and Grindelwald and Dumbledore's brother had an argument, and one of the three of them ended up killing Dumbledore's younger sister. So they basically went their separate ways, and Dumbledore, for the most part, avoided Grindelwald, who was basically becoming mini-Hitler. Like, who was a precursor to Hitler? Like, if, du- if Voldemort's Hitler, who's, like, uh, pre-Hitler? Otto
0: von Bismarck.
1: Yeah, sure. So... Grindelwald is the Otto von Bismarck. And the whole wizarding world is like, Hey, man, Dumbledore, Albus, bro, gotta take care of this. He's like, Nah, son, because he's afraid that Grindelwald will tell him that he was the one who killed his sister, and he just couldn't deal with that. So there's this whole conflict, and apparently when they met up, when they finally met up and dueled, it was, as the books describe, the greatest wizarding battle in history. Oh, wow. So, yeah and what so if you if you remember the wizard duel from order of the phoenix with Voldemort and Dumbledore it's like 10 times that from what i can understand which has always been exciting to me that's to be honest above the founders above any any other hogwarts or harry potter themed story that's the one i've always wanted to see told and i can, i am unbelievably excited that this that fantastic beast has become that josh what do you think
2: yeah, I, I love it. I mean, if they do this personally, I still think this should have been its own movie. But that's mm-hmm. another whatever. That's fine. Um, well, so there's uh, four
1: movies. Or there's four, I know there's gonna be but five it's, movies.
2: It's, but Newt Scamander is gonna be the protagonist of this whole. This is a Fantastic Beasts franchise, not a. Not I
1: don't know. I think. I, I I've been thinking It'll a time. It'll probably
2: switch gears after this. Yeah, I've been well, thinking a
1: long time about like, okay, well, these movies aren't just going to be Newt Scamander catching monsters. Like, well, that's, I know, but that's fun. That that's morning. fine. What's the point it's of it? It's
2: gonna be it's gonna be his story, but it's like it's not just going to be about that throughout all f- the movies, obviously. But he's going to be the main.
1: I think like we gonna, see
2: it, we're going to see the things through his eyes.
1: I still th- I think it, when it's all said and done, I think it's going to be more of a Dumbledore and Scamander kind of a thing than just Newt or. I think they're going to be co-protagonists.
2: Because we really... It could Yeah. that. Yeah. But, um, because she specifically said, when you see the full story that we're telling, you'll see why we made this specific franchise into five movies.
1: Right. Which
2: tells me this is a Fantastic Beasts franchise, not just making more in the Harry Potter world. It's like, it's not going to be the three Fantastic Beasts movies and then the two other movies that are completely unrelated. Like,
1: Yeah, no, but... I think they all... Because, like, the, I think... The what they've set up this movie to be is kind of a, this is how, uh, the events of this movie sort of shaped the division between the magical world and the real world, and I think this that's just kind of telling the story through, Dumbledore. I think Newt is like he triggers those events, and then that leads into Dumbledore Grindelwald having to sort of clean everything up. And I just think yeah. I don't I don't know if it I don't think Scamander's finding catching Beast is going to be an integral part of it. I just think that's well, going to be the ignition. And well, the then... thing is, I think,
2: I think there's going to be a lot more to Newt's story than just him going at it throughout New York and catching a bunch of creatures. Oh, I think, yeah, there's... absolutely. But, um, you know, I'm I'm fine with them doing it this way. I mean, it opens the door for more possibilities in the far future, which is what I want them to do what Star Wars has done, which is kind of mm. a expanded universe, if you will. Yeah. Um, just movies in different parts of the timeline, exploring different aspects. You know, I want to found it was a Hogwarts movie, like really bad mm-hmm. um but something like this is really exciting I, that's definitely something I'd love to see on screen we haven't we got like a tiny grim, glimpse at Grindelwald in Deathly Hallows part one and that's it um and we got a little bit of backstory on him like there for like a sentence in a scene yeah so I'd love to see them explore him and see how their friendship it the first thing that I would compare this to is like x-men first class but like done in a more epic scale in a different world on yeah. like a longer you know time span yeah. Um. And so I think done in that with that kind of mindset, I think this could be incredible. Um. But like I said, I, I still wish it was it was a Dumbledore movie or a Dumbledore and, Dumbledore and Grindelwald movie. But yeah. Um. And it could evolve into something more along the lines of that. But for what it is, what we're getting, I'm I like it, and I can't wait to see how they go about doing it. I,
1: th- I think you. I think you're gonna get what you want. But a, I th- another thing is, I think a lot of the Gr- Dumbledore Grindelwald stuff. I'm not sure if it all has to be seen or if it kind of because this is an ideal thing, but I I would like to see something along the lines of a a Half-Blood Prince, Deathly Hallows kind of thing where let's just say movie four is kind of a Half-Blood Prince thing where you do get the flashbacks and you do get to see these crucial moments in their lives. And then movie five is sort of. It's like like where, I said, is the deathly out of it, deathly hollows of it where it's all coming to a head and the first wizarding world, first wizarding war, you know, is fully realized. That's yeah. that's kind of where my thinking is because I mean J K Rowling has always she's shown in the books and the movies that she's a big fan of ring storytelling, and yeah. I think that that's kind of the structure that she's going to go after. I'm curious yeah. to see what three is going to be, though. So.
2: And something I really like also, and this is something I saw some people complaining about, and it's really just the book, like, hardcore book fans that only like the books and are like, say anything that changes in the movie is terrible and uh, curse the movies for existing. Those so people drive me insane. Um, but the people, I saw people are like, why can't they make it into books first and then make it into movies? And I'm just, I, 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 that, that's that <laughs> Why can't you like, shut up? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, why, that's just going to give you something else to complain about. Shut up. Enjoy the movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm, so I think that's weird. But. Cody,
1: throw your two yeah. cents in.
2: Oh, it's
0: gonna be cool. <laughs> I you're you're
1: no. the you're the Harry Potter outsider among among us. It, it's it's. I have no idea. It, None
0: or... of all of this shit that you just talked about meant nothing to me. Okay. <laughs> um.
1: That's fine. That's fine.
0: So cool. We'll, we'll, I'll see where it goes. You guys just explained that that cool little. Uh, Little tiny little war you got going on, yeah. And so I think it'll be uh, it'll be pretty interesting. I didn't know that this was such a big deal. It's
1: it's the biggest deal, probably that, the biggest deal of all time. Whoa! Because now there's
0: some big words. A
1: lot like uh, a lot like Star Wars in a way. Now we're gonna have the fully fleshed out sort of the story of the Wizarding Wars. This is well, it's no, it's the prequel more, series. But... I know what you were gonna say it's prequels. I, 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 I would. Well,
2: I would more. I would say that's more like a Voldemort story,
1: which is something I still really want to see.
0: But. Yeah, I want. I want the last movie of something to be the beginning of Harry Potter one. Mm.
1: I don't know if they that, that. that timeline still. There's two. I mean,
2: unless unless they did every movie takes place ten years after the last, which yeah. they could do that, but I don't know if that will. I, I didn't mean of this. I mean, they're probably, I want them to make that movie though. Oh yeah, that'd be I, cool. want, I want to know I, that, about I, that that war between. I, I want the war between the 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 first war between the orders and Voldemort.
1: Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I, again, I like things being left kind of open to inter- interpretation. Because w- we do we get enough of the of the. Of I, but those I want to
2: see I want to see Sirius and James like and and like Lupin like buddy buddy like as a team.
1: Yeah, that'd be so. That would, cool. that would be nice, but I think ballerinos. because like. This is this is already a big risk, and the the problem with expanding your story like that and really diving into all this stuff is that one wrong move and it can kind of all come crashing down. So, I'm I'm more than content with them sticking with this Fantastic Beast thing and maybe leaving it be. But then again, she's J.K.'s got an open pass. Like whatever well, she decides to add to this canon, I'm just all for. I think, I'll be there. I,
2: I think this, the. After the opening weekend of this movie, he's gonna te- we're going to find out a lot more about where the the cinematic side of uh, Harry Potter is going in the future, because Indeed. Warner Brothers really wants to make a big franchise, and hey, know, man. DC might not be doing it. So Let's,
1: let let the big studio system work to work to our benefit for once and tell the stories that we want to hear, you know, and want to see. Because like found, like you said, Founders, that's another a big thing that's been so shrouded in mystery, and to get uh, in the minds of those people would be pretty amazing. So, um, But I've, as a Harry Potter fan, fanboy, I have officially given this my seal of approval that no one asked for. So let's rock and roll. I'm ready. Thank you. I'm real happy. Yeah. This is probably going to be a 10, 5th, between a 10 and 15-year kind of ordeal, so this gives me something to look forward to and a reason to... keep on existing.
0: Get up in the morning.
1: Basically. (laughs) Sad, maybe. I don't know. But what a time to be alive, Josh. Star Wars and Harry Potter are expanding their universes in front of your very eyes. How do you feel? I feel alive. You do feel alive. That's good. (sighs) All right. Well, let's move on and segue into a different discussion. So, in light of the ever so entertaining presidential debates. We are going to try our own debate kind of thing. We'll see what we, what happens. So basically, we are going to pick a topic. And this bet you is, guys can guess what the topic is. I bet you can And what this topic this topic will be t- between the two of us. So for instance, this week Josh and I are going to be debating the topic of who should play the younger Dumbledore cuz he's obviously going to make an appearance in these movies at some point, probably in the next one. So this is a decision that we'll know about fairly shortly. And Cody is going to act as the mediator and we're gonna we're basically gonna make our arguments to him as if he's a casting agent and he he's gonna hear uh he's gonna hear us kind of go back and forth and say why our pick is the better one. And Okay. As as unbiased <clears throat> as possible make the decision. So then then whoever loses that first match will play the mediator and then the winner will become the mediator and so on and so forth. You get the idea. So Josh Needle.
0: I got and, this way, hold on. Um let me do this. <clears throat> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first CNN debate <laughs> of who it. is going to play or who you would like to play one uh, Albus Dumbledore in this new franchise that we've got going on. My name is Cody Redfield, and I will be your moderator this evening. I will also judge who wins because I have all the power.
1: Basically, judge, and um,
0: executioner. So uh, i think that, is I like this both more... of you. Can you both –
1: <laughs> but is this is this debate more or less likely to that one of us will say the other should be imprisoned? I'm just wondering. Probably, um, probably more. Probably more. I would guess. So. Uh
0: so alright, um both of my candidates, please uh introduce yourself.
1: Hello, starting I am
2: Mason. with Mason.
1: I am Mason Merritt. I am a fan of cats, you two and uh dank memes.
2: Right, and uh Josh? Hi, I'm Josh. I am Josh Needle Lion, I live, breathe and bleed Star Wars and Pizza.
0: All right. So, um, my first question is, uh,
1: first and only, I would, I would love
0: some uh, some backstory on your your experience with the Harry Potter. Well, uh, so so Josh, g- give me a, a one minute introduction <laughs> that you've. Uh, I, I want to know when you first started reading, listening, or watching the movies, and yeah. what really got you into it. Go ahead.
2: Well, well, my 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 uh, my dad read the books to me when I was six years old. And then I started reading them on my own a couple of years later. And then uh, started watching the movies when the first one came out. And I read the books before each one came out. And I just kept rereading them before every movie came out and just followed the movies forever.
1: And now I love them. And yeah.
0: All right. Classic. Story is all this time itself. Mason.
1: What a coincidence, because Josh's dad also did uh, read the books to me. Uh... <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, no, I did. I saw the films. Uh, the films were my sort of uh, gateway into it, and then I read the books in a very haphazard and out-of-place order. I think I started with one, and then two, and then seven, and then did just, just a whole mess. And I, fi- I finally sat down to read all of them sequentially for the first time last fall. It was one of the greatest and most... Uh, heartwarming experience in my life. I saw the last three in theaters, and every single winter, shortly after Christmas, I watch every film in the span of 24 hours. So, uh, as you can obviously tell, I am a very dedicated uh, fan of the Harry Potter universe. Yeah, Much more so like than more my more opponent. Much... Much
0: more recent fan, though, is what, I, what I'm hearing.
1: No, no, I, I I watched the movies and loved the movies ever since I was a child, but it's sort of, I as I matured as a film and uh, a film appreciator and a... And a Book reader, uh, I had these to sort of uh, guide myself to high-quality entertainment.
0: All right, great. Unlike my uh, opponent, on. who is oh, unlike... vile,
1: and the liberal media. But let's right. get to let's um, get to the bones of this. Cody.
0: Moving on, moving on. Um, all right, my next question, pretty obvious question: Who do you want to play, a younger Albus Dumbledore? Mason, please.
1: Well, I thought long and hard about this. And once I came to my decision and I thought it out, I I spoke with my advisors who just so happened to be four-legged animals that some people (laughs) refer to as felines, Um, I realized every question has one answer. And this question has one answer. So, moderator, my opponent... The actor who should who should, and will be portraying Albus Dumbledore in the Fantastic <laughs> Beasts and Where to Find Them films is none other than Damien Lewis.
0: Okay. Um, give me a brief history on Damian Lewis because I don't know who the hell that is.
1: Uh, I will give both of you a chance to look up this fine thespian's work, but uh, Damian Lewis is a red-haired actor. He's from London, from the U.K., he is uh, a highly acclaimed actor who's won multiple um, multiple awards. He was nominated for a Golden Globe for Band of Brothers in 2001. It's Stephen oh, Stamble I know who he is. He, ac- he, currently, or he was in Homeland for two seasons and was also nominated for many awards. And uh, also appeared in Much Ado About Nothing with Josh Whedon. And from what I can tell, he is the only British actor to not have appeared in a Harry Potter film so far. So <laughs> obviously he is the only choice. I would all love right. to dig further into specifics, but we'll get let's, there soon. Let's let my opponent uh, spew um, his lies.
0: Josh, it's your turn. Um, and right, uh, Mr. Mayor, I'm going to ask you to um, let me moderate this. Two against one. Fine. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Josh, please tell me who you want to play.
2: Okay. Well, my pick for Mr. Albus Dumbledore is an actor who has worked with some of the finest talent in Hollywood, such as Ridley Scott, Christopher Nolan, David O. Russell, Hayao Miyazaki, Michael Mann. This actor has been nominated for not one, not two, but three Academy Awards, and won one of them. This actor has played a superhero, not just any superhero, arguably the superhero. This actor goes by the name of Christian Bale. hey. Hot take. Why Christian Bale? Christian Bale is undoubtedly one of the best actors working today and has been in the business over the last two decades. This guy is incredibly talented. He is from the United Kingdom. He is... He could strike a similarity in looks to a younger uh, Michael Gambon, who played Dumbledore. Um, and he's a cool dude, (laughs) even if he has some, some anger issues sometimes on set. All right.
0: So, all right. We have our initial takes on who they believe should play uh, Albus Dumbledore. Now, give me, give me some specifics, Mason. Why do you want Damien Lewis?
1: I want Damien Lewis because he is the right choice. Why on earth would you want Christian Bale in this role? That is the most outlandish thing I've ever heard because when you look when when you show somebody a picture of Christian Bale you know what they say? That's Batman. That's Batman. Exactly. That is Batman. Thank you. And what's so great about the Harry Potter films is that they, they turn quality character actors and they turn them into household names through their films. Like who knew not not many people in the film world knew who Maggie Smith was before she was McGonagall. That, that <laughs> the series ma- the series turned her into an even bigger star than she already was and led to her getting a starring role in a television show, a starring role in Downton Abbey. She is all over the place, and I think the same can and should be done for Richard Harris. And may I remind you that I know looks aren't everything. Actors can shapeshift. They can become someone new. Christian Bale has shown us that. But Damian Lewis is such a perfect fit for Dumbledore because Dumbledore as a young man was portrayed with having and was described in the books as having Auburn... Or reddish hair, and when Damian Lewis, he is he has the same looks. If you have him grow his hair out, maybe add a couple of pounds, something like that, sort of get more professor-like, then he could uh, absolutely pass for for young Michael Gammon, and more more importantly, as a young Dumbledore, because he has that presence, he has that calming demeanor. But if you if you've seen his work, such as in the in the more recent Our Kind of Traitor, which is a British, an adaptation of his John McCarr novel, he, de- he can definitely play that kind of he wise beyond his years um, character, which is exactly what a 40-year-old Dumbledore can and should be.
0: Alright, thank you. Uh, and Josh, same question
2: to you. Why Christian Bale? Well, just like uh, my opponent so delightfully put it, um, looks aren't everything and i think that you could easily make christian bale resemble a younger dumbledore it doesn't matter if he doesn't look like him already you can easily he's like like he also said he's a chameleon he can transform his body he can transform the way he looks he's done it several times already and there's this thing called hair dye it's quite it's quite magical let me look this yeah. up you should definitely check calling out.
1: Get the fact okay, checkers. Please. There we go. You can go to HillaryClinton.com. Uh, no, sorry. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> but let's – let's, Moderator, would you allow us to go back and forth on this a little bit? Yes, uh, I would love you to. Um,
0: let, let's uh, limit our answers and responses to about 45 seconds each. 45 seconds. I want everybody to have time to speak. Don't cut each other off because that will work against you in the final tally.
1: I, if may i start
0: um please
1: mr nino so, f- your
0: response
1: i think that you are missing a fundamental part uh, a fundamental reason why christian bale will not ju- not just can't he because he can't because they're not going to they're not going to cast somebody who already is from from a pr perspective casting batman and harry potter is just a terrible pr move and that's all going to be all the talk of the internet that's not the kind of grief they want to deal with and also, Christian Bale—he is all but retired from the big-budget films. The, the his last movie of a to, that had a big budget was *Exodus: God and Kings* back in 2014. And his next few movies are either very extremely small budgets with up-and-coming directors, or their voice roles, like like um, like he's, he's the voice of Bagheera in *The Jungle King*. So, Christian Bale—he's past this point in his life. He's past the putting on. Some ridiculous outfits with a bunch of special effects. He's not going to do this anymore. That's in that's in his rearview mirror. He was Batman. Now he's on to uh to different things. And meanwhile, Damian Lewis, he really is unknown uh, outside of Homeland, which I haven't seen personally, but I know. But it's a great show, and he's been nominated for mul- for countless awards. Uh, he's he's still waiting for his shot. There was rumors of him being Bond. That you know that time is maybe past he's 45 and Daniel Craig might come back so what better job to introduce him to the world and to give a hard working actor his big break than by playing and i think playing well one of the most beloved characters in all of in all of literature and in all of film well Great, to, counter,
2: to counter that um, you said it would be a bad pr move but it would also be an incredibly smart an efficient move of Warner Brothers considering they've worked with Christian Bale several times before have a great relationship with him and love working with. Him. So like on that way right Genesis? There, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Fast is the past.
1: Yeah.
2: Um and so they that right there takes care of that. Um
1: does it though?
2: It does. Um what was Can't your other point? I don't remember.
1: I don't either.
0: Um, oh, it's given him uh, his due time. He's retired from big-budget films.
2: Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Respond to that. Y- you, know, you know, another actor that you could say retired from big-budget films was Harrison Ford. Could you, though?
1: Well, he was returning he to a role, and he's going to return to another one. So it's not like he was branching out and picking – I mean – if he came back and did Indiana – if he succeeded somebody in playing a, an older Indiana Jones, and fine, you have your argument. But he would already played Indiana Jones. He already played Han Solo to great effect, I'll admit. But Christian Bale – and Christian Bale is not that sentimental of an actor. I don't think he's going to be looking to the past. He's looking to the future. Point, he's looking to what? Point, what's next.
2: The point still stands for, for a very long period of time from the last Indiana Jones movie, 2008, to seven years later. At, between those two movies and a while before – last Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford had not done anything huge like this. He done, he did Cowboys and Aliens, which was kind of a big movie, but it really wasn't a big property. That was just a, a big b- budget movie. Outside of that... So you wouldn't count The Expendables
1: 3? Or cute. Anchorman 2? Or Ender's Game?
2: No. Ender's Game was
0: not that big. Ender's,
1: no. Enders game had a pretty sizable budget and it was pushed heavily.
2: Not I'm talking about budget of one hundred and
1: ten between one hundred and ten and one hundred and fifty million dollars. Is that a small I'm not, movie?
2: I'm not talking about I'm not talking about budget. I'm talking about property. I'm talking about franchise.
1: Well, he's already been in every single franchise, all the big ones, so you know, if you wanna Christian Bale, it's just not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. And
2: and but uh, it's not gonna happen with uh what's his name again? Damien Lewis. Damien Lewis. It's not gonna happen with him either.
1: It absolutely could.
2: Uh, it will not. It Christian Bale is a actor that is highly sought after. He is an actor that is beloved by everybody. He is an actor that is more talented than most. He's an actor that is from the place um, that Dumbledore is from. He's an actor that can shift into any genre and can sh- make himself appear in any form. He has the presence of someone who could be incredibly physically imposing or incredibly... Uh, soft and um, very, you know, quiet and very um, very powerful but in a quiet way and he would absolutely be a perfect choice. He's for also Dumbledore. Batman.
1: And that doesn't He's Batman, matter. That completely disqualifies him. Nope, doesn't matter. That absolutely matters and I think, nope. the, I think the results are going to show that. Nope. Ben Affleck is Batman. Ben Affleck, that's a completely different story. Ben Affleck had worked up some, some mojo. So so would Christian Bale. He what well, he didn't direct or anything. So it's 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 completely it's completely ridiculous. The the, the character it's completely Batman
0: irrelevant is, too, guys. Exactly. It has so nothing to do with what we're talking about. I guess
1: about. I'll, I'll we'll cl- we'll close it out here and we'll yeah. Let, can we'll we let, hear your closing arguments, we'll let, co- we'll, um, we'll let Code Red decide. So I'd love <clears throat> to con- in my for my conclusion. Damian Lewis is he has the pedigree it is the right time for him as Bo, and as an actor because he's still in a very he's in a young he's in that kind of between area of his career where he can play young and he can play a little bit older he has he has attracted some great filmmakers who they they all recognize his talent and somebody just needs to use him the right way and i think just by the look Of you know, just by his physical appearance and how that can be modified or changed, and by his acting ability, and just by sort of the right place, right time scenario, I think Damon Lewis is clearly, clearly, more qualified and better suited for this role than Christian Bale is, unquestionably.
2: All right, Josh, the closing argument. Well, I'm just gonna kind of reiterate what I've already gone over. Uh, He has he has the appearance, he has the physical uh capabilities he has the presence he has the acting talent without a doubt he has the uh charm he has the charisma he is able to put himself in any type of role in any situation he's able to work with so many other different types of actors such a uh, such a uh, diverse uh, group of talent um he has worked with so many different types of filmmakers he is such a committed actor. He's someone who, whenever he's in a role, he does not phone it in. He gives it 110% every single time. Uh, Christian Bale is one of the talent, most talented people working in Hollywood, and he would absolutely be uh, – he would really, really do a great job as Jumbledore. And I think Warner Brothers would not just be making the, a smart decision, but be making the right decision in casting him. All right. Now,
0: uh, gentlemen, um, give me a couple of minutes to decide. So, talk amongst yourself.
1: Mason, you're wrong. You're not. Um, not. You say I'm not. I said I'm not. Oh, okay. Well, I'm the most right anyone has ever been about anything. So,
0: this is a very this is a very tough choice for me. so see, you guys both both made some really great points about this. But when it comes to me personally, I like that <clears throat> Harry Potter makes careers. They, um... Daniel Radcliffe wouldn't be anything without Harry Potter. That's just a fact. So, and neither none of them would be. None of those three. I wouldn't know who Michael Gambon was without it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to give this one to Mason. Thank you. I, and it was a good <laughs> argument you made, Josh. There was good... Good points, but I
2: know, you, just... I know I know I know you hate me. It's fine. I do, but that has nothing to do with what we're...
1: <laughs> His deep-seething no. hatred is completely it's just separate. It's obvious.
0: Um, I'm very objective.
1: <laughs> All right. So there we go. That boom. boom was shakalaka. So let's talk about some girl on the train. Uh, Cody, you are very fresh off of this movie. You just saw it, yeah. so. Give us your uh, initial impressions. It
2: was
0: okay. It was. It was. I. I, I don't know how to, how I feel about this movie. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I liked. The performances were really good. The plot was pretty cool. I had no idea where that twist was coming at the end. I'm tell you the truth, it, it got me. Spoilers mm-hmm. is a twist. Everybody. Um. It was. It was it was pretty good. It just sometimes it got a bit much, you know, kind of over dramatic. Yeah. But Yeah, I overall I had a good time at the movies seeing it. Okay. And
2: I would watch it again.
1: Oh, all right. Uh Josh, what about you?
2: I have thought about this movie a bit. When I walked out, I was I, I was kind of with Cody. I was like, this is okay, I had some I had issues. The more I've thought about it, the less I've liked it. And this movie annoyed the hell out of me. Um, I, I I didn't like it. Uh, the, more, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, this is not a good movie. And the things that I thought saved it, I've thought about more really didn't really turn that much around for me. And mm-hmm. I, it, it's just, it's so frustrating because you can see something good here and there in it. The performances are good. Actually, the performances are great. Oh, I'll say they're great. Yeah. Um, but it's just eh. we'll get into it in detail, but this movie just really got under my
1: skin the more and more I thought about it. Not in a good way, though. No. Okay. Is there a good way to get under
0: somebody's skin?
1: Yeah. Yes, there is. Plenty. The Witch, I suppose, for you guys. For
0: you guys? Yeah. Fuck you guys, I hated
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate it, didn't like it. Uh, interesting. Uh, I'm kind of, I've Coming in from a very similar place as you, Josh. I mean, I'm, I will make no confusion here that I am a murder mystery snob, so I kind of turn my nose up at things that I don't. It that is to no me, Agatha Christie. It isn't. I can't. You know, I, I watched, I rewatched, and then there were none recently. The 2015 version, and it's it's no Agatha Christie. But um, so just, I guess, if I'm looking at it from a thriller perspective, it's not that great. If I look at it from a mystery perspective, it's not that great, and if I look at it as a drama or a psychological thriller, it's also not that great. And I, I would say I'm going to say with pretty a lot of confidence that it's my most disappointing movie of the year, without a doubt. Really, I mean, I'll,
2: say, I'll probably say that too.
1: I had a no. I, a sec- I, second, oh well, oh, Independence Day, Resurgence. Yeah. That's, you know, that's a fun movie. Uh, <laughs> good, that, that, that
0: movie was fun. I'd rather watch yeah. it than this. <laughs> nah, you know, it's coming out on
1: DVD on Tuesday, Josh. Do you yeah, want Josh, me to get it for you? I know that get you it. don't like... I know you'd like... I'm sure you like Girl on the Train more, but would you would you rather watch Independence Day or this, this? again?
2: i have watched this 47 times before I ever watch that again.
1: So the 48th <laughs> is when you're going to... You break down. Okay. But, I've never
0: hated a movie that much. I'm going to go out and say it. Suicide, I hate that
1: movie. I hate Suicide Squad about that, about that much. Um. Yeah, I... It's not that great. It's, and I can't even say it's like a good rewatch or it's a good like Sunday afternoon watch because it's, I don't I don't like to describe movies in this way, but it's depressing. It's just there's not there's no rays of hope here. It's just it's just kind of showing the ugly sides of everybody. Where in some movies like, um, <clears throat> like like Josh, you watched Zodiac recently, right? Yeah. In a lot of ways, that movie brought out the worst of people.
0: Oh yeah. Did show of the best of the Zodiac Killer, though?
1: Yeah, Ted Cruz was fabulous. I mean, he at the end, he won the, the Texas Senate. So, I mean, it's, it's very oh. uplifting at the end. But um, <laughs> but this movie, I just didn't feel like it got to that place. And, again, what it really comes down to is the mystery was just such a bore. And it was so just, are we really doing this? Are we, are we really kind of taking this stand? Because, I don't know, you guys probably didn't pick up on it, but... Maybe maybe I did because I've I paid laser focused attention to this, but it was just such a, it was so girl power, which is fine because like obviously after this these I don't, these last I don't couple know leaks, about
0: girl power. Yeah, I would say that. I wouldn't say, say it's girl power because all of the female characters kind of suck too.
1: Yeah, but they're not the ones Every who are just randomly sucks. killing and stuff like that.
0: Well, it's one guy is a sociopath. It's saying this one guy is a douchebag, or these two guys are not good people. Spoiler. Sorry, spoiler, everybody.
1: Yeah, I not It's been it, out
0: for a week. If you're not seen it yet and listening to this, it's yeah. your fault.
1: <laughs> I've got no problem with with hashtag Girl Power. That was pretty much Star Wars, but this one just seems so kind of hit you over the head with how terrible men were, and I just that kind of that was a bit of a turn off. Just from a stop shoving this down my throat perspective. Not that I have a problem with women being empowered because that's obviously hella cool and awesome. Why do you hate women? <laughs> You know, make America great again. That's why.
0: MAGA, everybody.
1: MAGA! Pepe is not a hate symbol. Yeah, just definitely. a meme. Just a meme. It's, a, it's one big, long, year and a half long meme. Uh, but yeah, it's just a lot of things annoyed me about this movie. And like Josh said it perfectly, the more I think about it, the more I don't like it. And I came off positive when I was leaving the theater because it is, there's the movie does move around a lot and it's fast paced and it. Doesn't really lag too often. It does in a couple is, is of spots, it, is it but though?
0: oh yeah, there's no spots where like wow, this is super boring. Yeah, like I I, right I, now.
1: I was always wanting to see what would happen next because I was hoping that the movie wouldn't go in the directions it ended up going. I was like, they're not gonna they're not gonna do this. So what are they gonna do? And they ended up doing what I thought that they would, and that was just a big letdown. And I I think I mentioned at the beginning of the year, or just throughout the podcast, I've mentioned several times how. Beyond, out of my gourd excited I was for girl on the train and oh, did you read the book no i did not i didn't cuz i talking to somebody earlier who read the book and they said that um i don't
0: know I, did you guys notice that the characters were kind of really one dimensional yeah um there's a lot more character development in the yeah
1: book. i didn't i didn't so much have a problem with the characters i kind of saw what they were trying to do with everybody and it's i mean not but, I mean, Char-
0: like, Emily Blunt's character was supposed to be deeper, apparently. Like, she had I mean, one character trait in this movie. Let's get serious. She's a drink. She's an alcoholic. Yeah. So, cool. That's something, I guess. But, like, yeah, I'd just... like more. I, I'm a very, I don't like this. This makes me sound like a douchebag, but I'm a very character-driven guy. I, I like when characters are well-developed.
1: He says while stroking his neckbeard. Um, exactly.
0: Gonna... <laughs> while playing Destiny. Uh... <laughs> All, right. All
1: right. Yeah, I can I can see that cause, you know Josh Josh, you like to point out that you know books and movies should be separated. And I I happen yep. I happen to agree to you agree with you at least in this one because I was sort of a I was going to read the book but I was kind of afraid to because I thought it might ruin the movie for me just in the sense You're that him. whatever. Yeah, like if if I don't like the book because I was so excited for the movie, I, if I think the book's kind of okay, then that's sort of dead in the waters. It's not going to be super awesome. But uh let's talk about oh. some performances. So Emily Blunt is kind of shouldering the load here. And she succeeded in the sense that I kind of I understood and empathized with her character for I a didn't. little while, but then she just got so stupid and annoying. I was just like <laughs> you you don't have this coming cuz like no no person does have this kind of stuff coming, but I just don't want to hang out with you anymore, Emily Blunt. I just don't, I don't want you I, for, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. I don't anymore. want your face ugly crying on the screen for an hour and a half. Like little thing about me. I crying is a complete mystery to me. When people are crying, I don't know what to do. I just sort of stand there. Oh, it makes me so uncomfortable. It makes me so uncomfortable, and this movie is basically that. I was just like uh there there. Is that? It was all his What's fault. The-
2: What's appropriate? Dicks like, up for Karambe?
1: Yeah. Like I don't know. It's you like,
2: just give him a hug. That's all you gotta do. Gross.
1: Then they're gonna sobble over me. Yuck. So <laughs> I give Emily Blunt a hug. I don't. I don't deal well with crying, and when movies like this are, that's kind of all they are, and I just get so beat down, and I just okay. Next, do something else, and what they ended up referring to wasn't that great. Ah uh, Josh, for th- further thoughts, what did you what what performances did uh, stood out to you?
2: I mean, all the performances were, my problem was with the characters, but the performances themselves, just what they were given to work with, I thought outside of one scene with the character Megan haley Bennett, the actress, who, the blonde girl yeah, you mean new um, baby girl yeah, she's pretty cute. um the one there's one scene where she was just horrible. Um.
1: Well, let's well, we're into let's go into spoilers. So what scene? Yeah, we been Well, spoilers. I don't. I don't. It
2: wasn't like any like any major scene. It was just one scene where she was just talking to, uh, some maybe it was like a flashback scene with her and her husband, and she was just so bland and terrible in it. But like outside of that, she was good. So I, I don't know if that was just bad directing on that day. I don't know. That was weird. But um, overall the acting I thought was great. I thought Justin Theroux did a great job. Rebecca Ferguson did a good job. Emily Blunt was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Evans I really liked. Um, Ed- Edgar Ramirez I really liked a lot. Um, and also, one actor I also really liked, even though she was in it for like two scenes, the girl um, Donna from That 70s Show.
1: Oh, had, yeah, Laura Prepon. I, I,
2: I like seeing her pop, pop and stuff. I want to see her more.
1: Hot Donna. Um,
2: oh, and, and uh, Allison Janney. Yeah. She was, she was, I liked her in this. Was, was she the detective? Yeah. She had nothing she was, to do. She was one of the few characters that wasn't like, you know, a piece of shit.
1: Yeah, so. because she didn't do anything. Yeah, I know. It's like, hey, I know you. Ca- I know you're not telling me the truth. Bye. Wait, I'm not telling Catch you the later. Truth. I know. See you later. And then they they arrest him. <laughs> Bye. I don't like, care. I know. I'm just. I know that I'm. I'm in the middle of the West Wing, and I'm. Com- my. I have. You know. Jenny. You have distorted on.
0: reality. Yeah, because really, Not everybody can write like Sorkin.
1: Yeah. No, she's just so much better than that. Oh, and she's know, in that. She's in that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she play. She's like a main character in it. So like, I know. She's got good acting ability, and it's not that hard to write for. her. She's she the president, was, isn't she? Like she's basically no, no, no. She's a press secretary, but yeah. um,
2: anyone's gonna anyone could play that role.
1: Yeah, like she's the this is the equivalent, and I know it's an easy comparison to make, but I'm gonna make it anyways. She's a lot like the cop character in Gone Girl, where that character kind of she didn't serve much of a purpose. She just was there to kind of guide the plot a little bit, but with 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 the girl that played her in. Her, the cop character in Gone Girl—that's fine because she didn't really, not nothing against her. She just didn't really blow me away at all. Yeah, and she I did. She served her purpose. Yeah, and yes. Alison Janney, she's just so much better than serving her purpose. She's like, she's better than any actor in this movie. So you saying
0: she deserved more than what she, she got in this movie. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I and I don't and I really don't think that that's too big of a leap to make. Like I, even people who haven't who haven't seen The West Wing, I think I think. You, could you guys tell that she's a good actress and she's Oh, I've seen her in other I've stuff. Seen, seen her in
2: things before. So, yeah, yeah she's really, she's really funny. She's re- I love
1: her. Yeah. She doesn't belong here. And that so that really annoyed me just cuz you have a you have are you using arguably your best player, I guess to put it in baseball terms, you're using Mike Trout as a utility guy when he needs to be middle of the order, center field in the action and they just like, no. Here's four scenes, Alison Janney. Fuck you, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's harsh. I know, but
0: she got paid, so I don't think.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, really no, Paycheck's a paycheck. But um, I guess I was just bummed about, out about that. I thought Haley Bennett or whatever. I thought she was terrible. <laughs> I just couldn't stand her. She just she was as one note as you could get in this movie. And like maybe maybe it's just
0: I don't. To be fair, that was kind of her character.
1: Yeah, I th-
0: she's miserable. So it makes sense,
1: but like I couldn't in the context, I couldn't empathize with her at all. She was just, and she would just kind of, she would just sort of spout out her motivations for everything, and like that's not good writing. It's like I've like you know the I know this it's 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 a scene with a shrink then you, that you kind of talk about yourself, but I just feel like that's kind of obvious, you know. Like I, I want to reach some of these conclusions. on by myself. I don't need you to shove these down my throat. Like I, I get it. You know. Yeah. <sighs> uh. I just the writing. I just think was a bit of a mess. Um. Let's talk about Emily Blunt, shall we? Cody, what'd you think of her? Incredible. She was great. Mm-hmm.
0: She was the main character, and I I wish that her character was deeper. Like I said earlier, but for playing a, a drunk idiot, she did pretty well. Yeah. And I I felt bad for her. Her character went through a lot in that movie. I, I couldn't imagine. That's going back and forth like 40 times and being the good guy and the bad guy. Like, seemed rough.
1: True. Josh, what about you?
2: I mean, she was great. Again, we can talk about the characters in depth in a minute, but just like performance-wise, she was... She did. She did a great job with what she was given. So,
1: yeah. all right. Um. So, I guess digging in a little bit. Uh, some some things that I liked. Uh, I thought the music was surprisingly strong. Uh, I agree. F- in thrillers like this, it's usually pretty standard, like your kind of Trent Reznor, you know, generic staple. But for what, f-
2: what? Gen- Trent Reznor's music is fantastic.
1: No, 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 I'm saying it's it's stuff emulates Trent Reznor. Okay. If it's not Trent Reznor, they try to sound like Trent Re- Trent Reznor, and it just sounds like okay. Okay. I get yeah. what you're trying to do. We just
0: said you just said Trent Reznor way too many times.
1: Trent Reznor. Uh. Oh, <laughs> he showed up. Get out of my house, Trent Reznor. Get out of here. Get go, out of here. Go go scat. You working with Fincher next soon? Please, hopefully. Um, no, I but as much of a copycat as it may be, uh, I still did think the music was kind of cool, and it it worked surprisingly well. In ways that I did not expect it to, so I give it props for that. Um, and this is a harder thing than it, a harder thing to do than it sounds. But the movie made me feel the environment very well. Like uh, so the movie is basically set in the fall, and I kind of even though it is sort of fall-ish, I did sort of feel that. Just the cinematography and the kind of colors that they used was were pretty effective.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. It was. Um, it felt late fall going into winter. Yeah,
1: and I kind of like that um also fun fact i've ridden the train that uh emily blunt was on so that was fun i I don't know really i I don't remember if i went by those houses maybe i was just sitting on the opposite side of the train but i've definitely seen the lake that she goes by so that was kind of that was pretty fun sounds pretty cool uh uh let's see some other positives yeah uh not not much so josh (laughs) some positives
2: I've kind of really only the only real positive I got is the performances. I mean, the thir- the third act is what was kind of my other main positive is kind of save the movie. But the more I've thought about that, the more it's kind of I've reversed on that. Yeah. So it's really just performances.
1: Cody, what about you?
0: I-, I liked the third act. I don't know what you. I mean, I know what you guys are talking about. I I must be too fresh on this movie. Maybe because
2: I- I'll explain I- what I mean in a minute.
0: I, I did. I enjoyed um, most of it. I, I. It's not gonna win an Oscar, but.
2: Josh, let's hear it now. Okay, so well, first things first. Like, every character in this movie, outside of like two, are just they're they're terrible, shitty people. Just like Emily Blunt's character is just out until you the kind of you think things are revealed where you see kind of things were not were kind of shown in a different light um towards the end of the movie where you see she's may- maybe not as crazy and as much of a psych- psycho as you originally thought um but at by the by the time you get to that point you don't care that you're just like so checked out of her character that i just like i don't really care that much about her anymore mm-hmm. so there was that and then for everyone else you have megan is just a she's cheating on her husband and then her husband is a piece of shit and then anna is a piece of shit for cheating with the everyone's a cheater and a piece of shit and then and then (laughs) then tom is a murdering cheating piece of shit asshole who's crazy yeah and then just and then even the freaking uh the therapist
1: yeah a cheater
2: he's like everyone in this movie is a garbage human being um Mm -hmm. and even the one that isn't like i couldn't get that invested in and so by the time the whole i was so frustrated through the first two acts of the movie and so i was but the third act was kind of meant to kind of Pull back the curtain and say, "Oh," and then kind of give you this moment. And it did for me the first time when I was like, "Oh, okay, now I can get into this." But then I thought about it. I'm like, they didn't change my pers. They kind of what they're trying to do is kind of make you feel differently about these characters than you did for the last two thirds of the movie. But all it does is trick you into thinking that things are not the way they were, even though they're still not good people. Like Anna, you're supposed to suddenly feel care about Anna, see Anna as like kind of a good person even though she's still a a bitch like she's still i don't a, know about
0: that i don't think she was supposed to come off as a good person you're
2: supposed to empathize was... with her at the end really i i didn't feel that way because yeah, kind of, that moment between her and rachel at the end i don't know yeah i threw um, out, that, i threw that... out
1: all my corkscrews when i got home after seeing this movie <laughs> say.
2: same and then and then same with rachel you just like but again by the time you get there yeah, I just felt – I was checked out, and I just – it. the more I think about it, I'm just like I really just – everyone annoyed me, and I couldn't get involved. And also the, the way this movie was edited, speaking as someone who edits a lot of stuff all the time, mm-hmm. this was a, horror, a horribly edited movie. The way that slow motion was handled for some of the flashback stuff was like okay. something out of a Lifetime movie. It was horrible,
1: yeah. um, and I
2: hated looking at it.
1: Um, they got their so uh, the way, they got their and, money's worth for those title cards though
2: yeah 3 30
1: p.m tuesday afternoon
2: no and like the way it the way this movie was cutting back and forth between people 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 that have complained about man of steel cutting to the flashbacks are that is nothing compared to how badly the flashbacks are handled in this movie
1: yeah. i was
2: so lost a lot of the time i was like wait a minute okay we're going here okay now we're back at this time weren't we just here I'll be honest with you, Josh. I, I sort of so gave j- up
1: on that. I just kind of let <laughs> the movie come. I was like, I'm not even going to try to follow this because it's just going to frustrate it was, me.
2: It was so annoying, and I just it. Oh god, it was so jarring. I I could not yeah. follow this a lot of the time.
1: I think this movie should have been an ep- is and it probably was an episode of CSI. Like it just it feels so unexceptional. You know, I, I'm sure the book is fine. I'm sure the book dives into. Characters and motivations, and just more stuff. See, I've heard things it. about the book, but it you, just feels so thin to me. You
2: can you can see potential in the story in moments throughout mm-hmm. it, but when it's all brought together, it's just it doesn't hit you, and it doesn't flow the way that I think it thinks it does, or that it should when you're watching it.
1: Yeah. So, so Cody, I want to ask you. So obviously, you're fresh on this. <laughs> what? What was your kind of thought process with the murder? Did you have suspicions? Did you like what, what was Yeah, what I was thought that it was basically
0: like? everybody but the person who actually did it. Okay. Um, like I thought Anna was my um main guess. Mm-hmm. Just because she was crazy.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: but I didn't know why she would have done it. <sighs> at that point until i figured it out but as soon as i figured out um as soon as they figured out that they were together tom and what's his face what's her face megan were together yeah i was like oh it was probably that guy and then he turned out to be a fucking psychopath and yeah i don't know it just like you kind of like you i kind of just let the movie take me just see where we get i'm not gonna try to figure out who it was. It's not my job, that's the movie's job.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good way to put it. I'm not a detective. Yeah. Um <laughs> something that I just want to talk about from a mystery movie perspective is that the thing that makes a good mystery is that you have to a shift your suspicion. Like the movie or at least let the movie shift your suspicion and b you have to shift it for a reason. Uh so like mm-hmm. so for instance in murder on in murder on the orney express your sh- your suspicion is shifted through interviews so there's a murder on this cabin there's 12 people and this, a detective is going person by person talking to them so that kind of that's the movie taking the hour. It's like okay here let's move on let's move through let's see why let's let's get to know this person and why they may have done it or and then and then you just keep going and keep going and keep going you, until you get to the end i won't spoil the ending there but and it kind of comes to um it comes to a pretty fitting conclusion with this one i didn't really care who did it and i really didn't it yeah i didn't even same. I, but, and i didn't even realize that anna like it, the movie almost didn't prioritize anna boyd's or not anna boyd's uh what what's her face's murder they mentioned a little bit it's a it's a plot point but how do we find out that her body was found
2: it's on like a if Rachel looks at
1: some guy, comes some guy holding an yeah, iPad, yeah, they
0: figured it. Yeah, I, I, understood that they found the body. That didn't really piss yeah, me off or anything.
1: But there's just there's just so little emphasis. They think that the, they think that the characters and the situation is going to be more interesting than the mystery. And I just think that's an enormous mistake, because you can get away with that if you have
0: good characters. Yeah,
1: interesting characters with different motivations. Like, I didn't I didn't suspect tom or i didn't suspect anna or i didn't suspect uh the girl's husband because i didn't know why they would do it and it just it's trying to the movie's trying to be like hey they might have done it we're not going to tell you why they might have done it but it might have been them just for a reason and ultimately the killer spoiler alert killer tom there's no reason to think that he ever before in the movie there's no reason to think that he would kill somebody and until they just tell you, oh, by the way, he killed somebody. He's insane.
0: He's crazy. And There's just where's yeah. the fun? Where's the fun in that? He's super abusive.
1: The, yeah, I understand that. The fun in a murder that. mystery is to is to place your bets. Like, who do you think did it? And then kind of go through the movie and let the thing let it unfold in front of you and say, oh, I knew it. I knew they did it. Or oh, wow, I can't believe it was this guy or this person. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I Honestly, I'm a murder I, movie I snob. You
2: know? I don't. I don't. I don't want to be that guy that says this, but I saw that coming a mile away.
1: I didn't care but, to be honest with you. I didn't I knew, care. I, I knew it was going to be unsatisfying so I just stopped thinking about it. I
2: I kind of just it just like dawned on me I was like he's the only one that's like supposed to be completely innocent here. Obviously he's the one that did it and it just like a few minutes later there's that scene on the train with uh the uh what's her name? The boss lady.
1: Uh, Lisa. Yeah, Lisa yeah, Lisa I, Boudreau, yeah. When When her name and when, was said started. I muttered why did you say that name under my breath? <laughs> Why'd you say that name? <laughs> um, yeah, the second to... the second that happened,
2: I was like, "Yep, yeah, that's yeah, okay. That's where we're going." Okay. Yeah.
1: It
0: was a disappointment, but oh, I'm kind, well, kind of upset. You guys made me go and see
1: it now. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a good conversation, I think. Well, so, uh, my question is: Rewrite this movie. What? It, not ju, not the Like, let's just assume this is just a movie. Not not that we're not stepping on the heels of the book. What would have been a better way to do this? Get I mean,
2: it directed by David Fincher.
1: Other than that,
0: no. Like, just rewrite. Make the characters more interesting, or like you said, prioritize the mystery over the drama of an alcoholic woman. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna make your main character alcoholic give her more than one character trait other than her maybe being crazy because she's drunk. Like, come on, guys. Now, There's, uh, She's more than just that. True, true.
1: If I were to, like, I, I feel like they when they adapted this, they found the most dominant character trait in these people, and then just, they just ran with it. Like this is the Absolutely. Only that's that's
0: 100% what they did. I'm yeah. almost positive.
1: Um, but just looking at it from a mystery movie perspective, again... I think a better way to do this would have been probably Anna Boyd's roommate as the killer, the Laura Prepon's character. Because oh, that was what was her point? Oh, to yeah. Sorry. I g- See, to I don't even. Character? I, another thing, I can't even tell who any of these people are. Like the relationships and the names were just a complete jumble to me. I just I, how do this? How do you know him? I your neighbor? Your, are you neighbors or is that your ex husband? I don't. I just didn't understand it. It was. There was a lot of threads being woven through this movie, and they all just sort of got jumbled in the middle. But uh, if I were to, for a better mystery for this, I would, like I said, I probably would have given given it to Laura Prepon's character uh, because, let's see.
0: Let's see, what's her motivation?
1: What's her motivation for killing uh, Megan? Um, Maybe that she stole her boyfriend. The guy that she shacked up with and had the baby with was her boyfriend. I don't know. Ooh. Sure. And she's having a... That been good. And she's... Yeah. And she's, like, corrupted him and they had a baby together and she took her life. There you go. Better mystery. Kadoosh. Skadoosh, I should say. I don't know. I just... Josh, you really did sum it up. It's just... The more you think about it, it just un, unwinds and unravels. So, were there any, bl- like, truly... Bad moments to you guys, not me. No, I mean it's, it's a very average movie to me.
2: Okay, it's just like continuous. It's just like constantly frustrating. I don't know if I say there's anything terrible, but like <laughs> I, I don't know. It just, it just it just really bugged me the whole time.
1: I bring that up because the ending. I sit on the other side of the train now. I love like, like, yeah, Oh it my that god! Was, that was, you know,
2: And you know, another thing that bothered me, I was thinking about: Uh, why does she keep getting on the tra- Like after that big relation, you just go on the train every day. Why is she still going on the train?
0: She's still fucking crazy. That's because why. Why. Why? I don't know. Like, why? Like maybe what? she got a job. I don't know. They, they never explained. They, they should have fleshed out her character more. Given her something to do at the end, instead of still yeah. just killing a guy and then not doing anything after.
1: Mm. They really tried to make Gosh. this movie scratch the itch, so like scratch the Gong Girl itch, and it just it's failed just miserably. As
0: well. like, yeah. The oh. Gong Girl was so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't. Well, that's because it's Fincher, man. He elevates it, and he's just he's the best director ever, maybe. Oh. Maybe it, I don't know. It, it,
2: words. It, he's up there.
1: But I'm excited. For, I I still I'm not writing anybody off of. From this movie, except for the director, whoever he Tate Taylor, I, I don't really know him that he's well. A, so. he's,
2: a, he's a good director. I like. He's done good stuff.
1: Yeah, not, well, he did, the help the help was great. So I haven't seen that. I've heard it's nice though. It's really yeah, good. It's really there. I've heard it's a very nice little movie. Very nice. Uh, little oh yeah, he did get on out. up. That was the James Brown movie. I've heard that. I really like want to see that. Yeah, um, but yeah, mm, any final thoughts, you guys? I'm kind of ready to wash my hands clean of this and. Counted as a loss. Let's
0: just... Go ahead. I'm going to buy the DVD now. Um, watch it every day, because it's my favorite movie of the year. We did it, boys. a boy.
1: Uh, all right. So, grade it up, Cody.
0: I'm going to give this movie six and a half.
1: All right. Uh, sheesh. This is tough. Josh, you go. I'm still thinking. I'm going to go four. Four? Damn. Yeah. Uh... I'll go four and a half. I'll give it that. Because it wasn't, it wasn't god-awful, but... and A lot of the criticisms that I have are the only criticisms criticism that I would have because I'm... Because you're a snob. You know, yeah, because I'm a snob and I'm just as crazy as Rachel. So,
0: Is this our lowest-rated movie? What was our lowest-rated lowest movie? Uh,
1: you know? In main Like canon?
0: Congregate? In main Sheesh. canon. Main canon, I How can't about, really wait, think ex- of anything. What about side canon? In the side canon universe? probably...
1: Well, Josh weighs us down with bat with the Batman Forever and Batman Returns. So, don't. But main man, can I really can't think of anything?
0: Think in TMNT two.
1: Yeah, that might have done it. That's probably closest. Yeah. Hm. I can't believe that we- Gone Girl or not Gone Girl. <laughs> See, that's how <laughs> that's how little this movie means to me. I don't even know what it's. It's basically just Gone Girl. But no, it sucks that Girl on the Train and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are on the same level. And I'd probably watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles before I'd watch this again.
0: Oh, absolutely not. Oh, I I would watch. I love it, them. you. You guys we, we we said know. a lot of things tonight <laughs> yeah, that I'm the only one who's conflicted
1: here. Cody, you hate it, and Josh, you love it. So it's just it's up in the air. But all right, um, yeah, this is this is a letdown. I I know I know that September and is usually not the best month, and October can be dicey as well, but. Oh, jeesh. Last year we had The Martian. That was...
2: Hey, we had... We had... Uh, the Deepwater Horizon.
1: Yeah, that's that's okay, though. But I, I haven't great. seen a... I want to see a really great movie soon. Not just like a, I, I prefer this kind of movie great, but like an actual great movie. And, oh, we got uh,
0: Rogue One coming up. know. Uh, Assassin's Creed. It's Arrival not going to be Arrival. that movie. Arrival,
1: Arrival Fantastic movie. Beasts. So.
2: Oh, I think Arrival's actually going to be that movie. I yeah, think Arrival's going to be the. Before. I think I'm going to say Arrival's going to be one of the best movies in years. Mm, well, maybe.
0: Let's not get crazy there, but I, I think I funny. think it's going
2: to be like 2001: A Space Odyssey, legendary like for years to come. Oh, no way. Wow. Oh, I think it is. Those mm. are really those are big words. Well, I, I mean, would, I would calm I would, I would, down. If you're saying would, it's
1: going to be better than 2001, I'll put money on that cuz like you need you also need to
0: calm down. Everybody I'm needs to calm saying, down. We're no. all seeing a lot of things now
2: we're, we're heated. I understand. Yeah. The master is making a sci-fi movie and it's going to be brilliant. So That's what his name is by the way. Now. I love I
1: love Denis. He's the best. He's the best. I'm, the excited. I'm excited for that movie. That's going to be very, very exciting and very super fun. Um, but, yeah, go on the train. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Watching, yeah. reading, listening to. Josh, start us off.
2: Uh, What are I, I doing? I don't know. Um, I've been watching the uh, Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street movies.
1: Nice. Did you finish Luke there,
2: Cage? There. No, I never got around to finishing that. I will probably will soon. Cool.
1: <laughs> Friday I don't know. you working. You're working. You're working. <laughs> I which one's that? Is that Jason?
2: Uh, Nightmare. It's Friday Nightmare the thirteenth. Jason. J- uh, Jason is Friday the thirteenth. Okay. And then they come together in Freddy versus Jason.
1: What do you think about that movie? Which one? Freddy versus Jason. Oh, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, it's awesome. No, it's so awesome. I, have, I have, you I've seen
0: all... Wait. Did I hear that right? Yeah. You haven't seen Freddy vs. Jason?
2: No, I haven't even seen all the Night the Friday 13ths. Okay, um, but I, I've seen like the, I've seen the first few, and I've been wa- I'm watching all of them.
1: Okay, over the course all all October, I'm
2: um, October. I'm watching. Or I'm rewatching all the Nightmare on Elm Street. So I'm rewatching the Friday 13ths i I've seen, and then watching all the rest of them, and then I'm gonna watch uh, Friday Freddy vs. Jason. So.
1: I don't. Know. Those horror movie team ups in the mid two thousands were like peak cinema for me.
2: Alien versus Predator is AVP. the reason I
0: love Alien so much. I, actually, I really want to see that. That looks A V P
1: is so stinking fun. I love that movie to pieces. I want to watch the, the it. The
0: more, the, the further uh, removed I get from it, the more I love it. The
1: more you can appreciate it's it. Weird. It's
0: weird. Like it's... I need to watch it again because I loved it as a kid, but then I went through a snobby phase because
1: oh, we've been I there.
0: Was we've all been there. That guy, but I'm not that guy. Yeah, I can like
1: shitty movies. It's not The Godfather, so Godfather's yeah. a great movie. I don't know. That's a very dangerous. You can't compare something like that to The Godfather, but you no, have to you have to see value different. where there where there may not be much. But like people just write it off because it's a silly title, but it's actually super. Hella Are you funny.
2: kidding me? That's a great title. I would watch. I would watch. And and why haven't Freddy you seen it
1: yet, Jagoff?
2: Because because yeah. I never got. Because just Jason has just always been a character that I'm just like, eh. Yeah.
1: he's
2: just he's just not Michael Myers, so.
1: Really, I like I like Jason more than Michael, Michael Myers. I like
2: I love Michael Myers. Yeah,
1: I'm a big Shrek fan as
2: well. well
0: I would like Michael Myers if they could define what he was—is he a that's guy what, or is he a monster? or What the fuck he, that's, is he? That's
2: what I love about him. There's no answer. He's yeah. just evil. That is,
1: that is pretty cool.
2: He's just a thing that just shows up and kills people, and it's brilliant.
1: I would love to go on a bender and just rip through all the. Jason movies. I, I I'm never. I'm just not. From, from now on, I'm not going to refer to them as Nightmare on Elm Street or how or whatever. I'm just going to call them the Jason movies or the Freddy movies. I just I can't deal I'm with this anymore. Join right? everybody
2: else. I think I think you'd really like New Nightmare, which is the seventh uh, Freddy movie. It's meta. It's like meta. I was gonna shit. say they get pretty silly. Yeah. Hmm,
1: interesting. So you, you been fun. Uh. As for myself, uh, I've watched some movies. I've had a I've had a pretty unlucky streak, I'll be honest with you guys. Cuz like I'm just doing the whole watch every movie ever or at least try to. And it's bitten me in the ass because last night I watched a 3 hour and 12 minute movie. Jesus Christ. That was so unbelievably boring and just What movie? It's called The Right Stuff. Have you guys heard of oh. it? I've heard of it, I
2: haven't seen it. I haven't it, heard of it.
1: I read this. it I read about it when um when I was getting hyped for Interstellar and Nolan said like oh the right stuff was one of my biggest influences, so I'm like, Hell's yeah, let's do it. And I watched it, and three hours later I was like, This is it? It's th- it's it's three hours and twelve minutes long, and you wanna know what happens?
0: What? Nothing?
1: No, we go to space, and you wanna know how exciting it is? Not nah. it's not. It's not. twenty. They're literally 25 minutes dedicated to maintenance on a rocket while the astronaut has to pee, and they decide whether or not they should let him pee. And then you know what he does? He pisses himself. Oh. It is unbelievably just unnecessary. The thing... Shots last for five, six seconds longer than they need to. Like, this is... It's a perfectly fine two-hour movie, but it's three hours long.
0: Do you think anybody's made a cut? That's... Um, oh, probably.
1: I don't want to see it. I'm I'm just so deeply offended by this movie. I it it's it made me angry when I stopped watching when I finished it because like this that's that that's is three and a half hours of my life. I, I could never get back.
2: It's why I stick to under two hours if possible.
1: I know, but like it's okay. But what about that? Wouldn't I? Wouldn't I like it's like space and the space program and beating the Russians to space. So like it has the it has the pedigree, but it just didn't work out, and I don't know why. It's terrible. It's not terrible, but it's just so unnecessary. And for the love of God, might be the might feature one of the ten worst performances I've ever seen. From uh, what's his name? He's boring. He's a white guy. He's got a funny name. It's everybody. He was in the Express. I'm gonna think of it in like a second. Oh wow, this is
0: no idea who you're talking about. He's
1: got a funny name. What's the guy's name? It's not. It's not. Like, marks. It's funny to me. Uh, Dennis Quaid. There we go. Dennis I like Quaid. that. The he's Quaid's fun. in it, and he's terrible. All he does is oh. smile for the whole time, and it's so annoying. And I want to. know what he does in all his movies. Yeah, but this is like a Joker-like smile, where he looks like he's in pain from smiling, and it's freaking. It's weird and it's terrible, and I never want to think about it again. I'm gonna destroy the DVD. I'm gonna burn it. I don't care. I'm done. So upset. And I also watched a movie called M. You guys heard of it?
2: I've heard of it. Yeah, from Fitz, no, Fritz mean...
1: Lang. It's all in German, which was unexpected. Uh, I'm sure it's good. I just need to see it like three times before I can get used to it and figure out how good it is. But it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. And uh, that's about it. Cody, what about you?
0: What have I been doing? Um, I haven't had a lot of time to do anything. I've been busy. This has been... I've been reading a book. Ooh. Hopefully, I haven't talked about it already. Audible. It's another. No, I'm reading it. Ooh, nice. Simple um, thing. it's another book by my boy Brandon Sanderson. It's Called Elantris. We talked about this yet?
1: It sounds familiar. Shit. I think we we're gonna think about it, but no. But what? Uh, what's happening? What are you excited about with it? It's
0: um, got this it's got a pretty cool premise it's about um the city that used to be um filled with like these human gods called elantrons they live in the city of elantris but 10 years prior to when the uh, book takes place it got hit by something called i think it's the riad or something it's r-e-o-d and (laughs) what it did was it um Made them basically walking corpses So it turned it on their heads And it's all fucked up And I have no idea where it's going And I'm so excited Cool. It's Brandon Sanderson's first book And I love the guy If you like fantasy books You need to get on the Sanderson train He's God
1: I'll get on right after I get off the Trump train Or throw myself in front of the Trump train possibly. And die That would be nice not much Please. longer to go. <laughs> All right. Check your vote. That puts a bow on it then. All right. Uh, yeah, rock the vote, everybody. Let's do it. So next week, Cody, most likely Cody and I will be back for uh, accountant talk. Maybe? We'll see. Uh, we'll if well see come, how we like it. Then uh, get ready for a little October surprise, as they say in the political world. But until then, you can follow us at underscore RealFlix on the Twitter. Send us the email at Podcast at gmail.com. And... Uh, leave an iTunes review, five stars for all five poorly written and underdeveloped characters featured in *Girl on the Train*. And it's gonna take me a while to get over this movie. In case you haven't already, if you, in case you can't already tell,
0: this is like the antithesis to Spectre.
1: True. And uh, be sure to tweet at uh, J.K. Rowling mercilessly to cast uh, cast my boy as Albus Dumbledore. And uh, I'll send you many kisses. But until then. Take it easy, Josh. Take it easy, Cody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I want to take the
2: train with you.